She's got $7,000 worth of parking fines and loves a long neck. He's an ex-labourer that often misses Triple M meetings for a cashy. On Triple M, it's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Oh, we're back for a Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Great to have your company once again. A lovely Saturday morning, actually. As I say hello to you, Loz, we've had a couple of weeks off. It's been heaven. Has it? Well, we've had a couple of weeks off weekend, but we did a whole week of, of weekday breakfast yeah, together. That's right. So, in in our, uh, you know, normally we do one show a week, so mm. we did five weeks worth of shows. I know. I've got no content now. Uh, nothing. I You're hope out. you brought something to the table. I have, I have nothing to say. Don't worry about that. A little bit of yay or nay next, but I need your uh, I need your advice on something in the next 20 minutes. I did something last Sunday night uh, down at Glenelg, I was, for the long weekend, just, you know, making the most of, uh, of the big longie. And um, I rolled in. Underdressed. Oh. But I just want to speak to you about something in terms of uh, the invite. I'm blaming the invite <laughs> because I, it wasn't good, mate. It okay. wasn't good. Blame, blame, blame. Um, as I say hello to you, Rosie. Producer Rosie, hello. Hello. I missed you guys. Oh, I, I mean, I came for two weeks and then you just shot off for like a month. That's what we do. We, we love bomb you and yeah. then we pull back. That's it. Like, Probation's done. She's it's what in, narcissists so do at the beginning of a good relationship. <laughs> uh, Loz, also, you said something throughout the week as well to uh, Rune Ditz, Rune Ditz and Loz for, for breakfast, about something about a, a chook. A, a cooked chook. Mm. The bachelor's handbag. Yeah. A Coles chook in one of the little plastic bags. Yeah. Being eaten in an unusual place. I'd like to get your opinion on it because mm. I've been attacked from every angle on this. Mm. So, Well, let's go to the family as well. No, 4885 What food can't you eat in public? It's a big, big show. Let's kick it off. Loz and Tomo, Triple M. She's got a thing for Bailey Smith and loves a sparkling ale. He's pestered us enough here at Triple M. We just gave him a job. <laughs> on Triple M, it's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Still gets me that opener every single week, <laughs> yeah. Loz. Oh, although I've moved on from Bailey Smith. Have you? Yeah. Who are you on now? Well, there's a few. Oh, no. I don't want to say because everyone uses it against me. Why? Who you got? Who are you thinking? I don't want to say. Well, Nat Fife was one. Yeah, he's still up there. Yeah, Bailey Smith, Nat Fife. Who else? Cameron Ling? I've got a weird one. I feel like not everyone's going <laughs> to. Go on, who? Libba. Oh, God. Yeah, he's Libba? Yeah. With those weird-ass tats yeah, on, his ar- on his arm. I like his unusual tats. He is. He's actually a very, very good footballer. Yeah, anyway. and he's got a little boy. Like, he's in- he looks like a nice fella. No, I, I agree. Very funny and, man And a well. really unusual sense of humour. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. I'll update the intro for next week, <laughs> yeah, and thanks. this will all be in there. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That'll be great. It'll be great to listen to weekly. Can't wait. She's got a thing for guys with weird senses of humour <laughs> yeah, and strange tats. <laughs> Now, Loz, what's coming up next, please? Coming up very shortly, I was out with um, a group of girlfriends, and one of them, she's a real goer. Yeah. Okay, she's she's a hard yakka princess. That's what I call her. Hard yakka princess. Hard yakka princess. I like this. Um, she's the best of both worlds. Yep. Uh, farm but city. I don't know how to explain. Anyway, uh-huh. she showed a side to herself mm. that really shocked the group. Oh, really? And I reckon there's a lot of people who relate to this. Beautiful. We'll get stuck into that next. We got shower thoughts in the next twenty as well. Triple M. Yeah, you and me. On Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Yay or nay? So what do we do, people? Yay or nay? It's yay or nay. Very simple game. Love this one, Loz. We're proposed with a preposition. We've got to say yes or no to it. Yep. And there's a little countdown for hesitation and thinking. That's it. And then we just go with our gut. Who's giving us the countdown? Or who's giving us the uh, the little question in time, mate? Beautiful Rosie. And then Mario Kart will give you the countdown. Like it. Which oh. will make sense in just a sec, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three topics, yay or nay, pretty simple. You ready yep. to go? Yep. Yes. All right, number one this week after, uh, I think Farmers Union dropped this on us, vanilla slice flavoured milk. 
Yay. Nay. Nah. Huge on it. I love experimental milk flavours. It's one of my favourite things when people come out with, you know, like a random milk. I just love it. I'm really? huge on it. And I want to try it immediately. No. Nah. Right, so I'm completely the other way. For one, I don't like vanilla slice. What is wrong with you? I'm not much of a sweet tooth man. And with the milk, I just like strawberry, chocolate, banana, iced coffee, chock honeycomb, and that's it. I mean, that's a long list, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's all of them. <laughs> Ten minutes later, we come back. <laughs> Hazelnut, <laughs> hazelnut latte, eggnog. <laughs> Anything but vanilla slice. <laughs> you don't like vanilla slice? Nah, You're no a for the slice? No. Nah. My favourite thing in the world is when you go to a decent bakery and it's got that thick gelatinous custard, the sweet no. and then the crumbly crusty. So you'd go at like a, a pastry and then a vanilla slice? Yeah, I'm, I'm huge on the um, chicken pie yep. or a potato pie yep. and then vanilla slice. Two pastries for me and I'm out of there. So you're doing double savoury? Yeah, no issues at all. I feel like when I don't finish off with a, a little sweetness, mm. my meal's not over properly. Oh, You'll okay. crave it until you get yeah. it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just have a little teaspoon of Milo. <laughs> don't inhale when it's in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the old Milo cough. <laughs> right, what do you got next, Rose? All right. Uh, this week, I don't know, it dropped. I'm a bit confused. Our plates on the road. Yay. Yay. Yeah, I'm on it. When people are returning from injury, obviously I'd never use them, but <laughs> yeah. if people are returning from a, from an accident or something like that, even if I had an accident, it mm. could be near death. There's yeah. no way I'm rolling around with an R plate, You've but hats, too much pride. hats off to people that do. I, uh, You know, people like you with too much pride to put it up. It's yeah, would pe- you put it up? <sighs> Put it up. Guys, can we do this again? Because clearly it's a nay from both no, of you. I, I'm a yay for other people yeah, who same. need it, but yep. I just feel like I've got my own issues issues yeah. about admitting that I'm not okay. And I just, yeah, so. Well, we know you had your own R plate there for a bit when you had that spare tyre, which was the size of a fruit tingle that she drove around on for six months, Rose. Oh, my God. Six months. You know, one of those emergency like, things. Dude, the ones you're supposed to have for like 24 hours. That's right. And you're not yeah. meant to go over 60 k's an hour on there. Loz drove to Victor twice. <laughs> so the fruit tingle tyre is an R plate. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Uh, All right, last one. Um, this one, I really I really need your opinion, guys. I respect mm. it. So um, gender reveal parties. <laughs> Nay. No. <laughs> no, no chance. Each to their own. And yep. I, I know lots of people who've done them. Mm. But I just... Uh, the sniggering that came before the name. <laughs> I don't, I, next I don't know what it is. Like, because somebody already knows. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, someone's got to put the confetti into the balloon. Mm. So it's not really a secret but to also, me. But also, what what is it meant to oh. evoke? Because sometimes people are visibly disappointed that it's a girl or a boy. Yeah. And that seems wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. That's I just, you, nearly sh- sexist. Surely. Well, absolutely. I mean, you're excited either way, surely. Yeah. I don't know who the announcement is for. I don't know. But everyone, you know, if you're out there and you do that sort of thing, that's I, I, I'm not judging. I'm just saying what I would. I if have... I was lucky enough to be inseminated. I... Oh, <laughs> then I would. Um... One, triple, three, five, three. Oh, don't. <laughs> Now, Loz, I went to a uh, a wedding reception, it was, or a wedding celebration, I should say, and I was actually asked to uh, do a best man speech, right, last Sunday night, yeah, which was very nice. So they got, they eloped? They eloped. They went up to Queensland, they eloped. So you weren't the best man, though? 
Well, because it was just family up there. That's and then so, they came back and did a big party? And did a big celebration, like a wedding reception. Okay. okay. Surely surely that defeats the well, I don't know. purpose of eloping. Yeah, but, it, well, in terms of eloping, it can be a going away, close friends and family or yeah. close family. And I don't know, maybe some people are self-conscious about walking down in front of the aisle in front of 100 people. Okay. I'm not sure. Anyway, the, the celebration was Listen, was no good. judgment. No, it was fantastic. You, yeah. It was, it was fantastic. We're, we're at Glenelg. It was it was great, but there was no um, there was no dress code on the invite. Okay, so it was just like join mm. us in the celebration of the marriage. Mm. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, anyway, I've rolled in there just chinos, boots, and a shirt, untucked, like, and no jacket. All right, and no belt on either because I don't like wearing belts unless you have to actually show the belt. If mm. that makes sense, I don't like belt for a purpose. Does that no make sense? Purpose. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. your pants should probably fit. That's I right. Mean, this <laughs> That's... isn't this isn't like 1850 where people would lose five kilos from starvation <laughs> and, and a famine and drought, and yeah. then they'd have to wear braces and belts. Now, beautiful balmy night, happy days. So mm. I felt like I was sort of wearing the right thing. Rolled in, jackets galore. Oh, Tomo. Shirt tucked in. You were under belt showing. <laughs> I think I've underdressed. And Did you, you had closed toe shoes. Oh, yeah, boots oh, on. That was okay. Christ. One of the boys walked in with Burks, though, in shorts, which is a real issue because he just thought it was just a balmy Glenelg night and everyone would okay. be standing out on the balcony looking over the lovely Glenelg Gonna beach. But he got, tell me that is he, off got, he got that wrong. Yeah. But this is the thing, and I want to ask you guys this. Would you rather overdress or underdress? Okay. Um, I've thought about this a lot, and I've been both, and it's better to be overdressed, in my opinion, than I'm, to be underdressed. Yeah. Really? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and Why is that? Because there's an element of disrespect that comes with the underdressing that mm. you don't get with the overdressing. Yep. So you're uncomfortable either way and you don't fit in, but at least with overdressing, you haven't disrespected the level of the function. Mm-hmm. You know, you haven't offended anyone who's hosting it. Yep. Whereas you showing up in clothes that are for a barbecue to this man's wedding where you're making a best man speech, yeah. that says I don't give a rat's but ass. if you take out the best man speech with it all and the, and the be- and you're just going to an event, okay, so there's something on here involved yeah, in triple- over. You're, over. Over. You're the same, and, and you can zhuzh it down if you need to run yeah. to the bathroom, pull out your hair because you've done yep. something too classy, but you can't zhuzh up a pair of thongs, can you? <laughs> no. My old man once went to a christening in like a black tie suit. Sure. And well, you say sure. Everyone else was in there in the Sunday best, sort of okay. the barbecue clothes. Yeah, okay. And he got four comments was, whose funeral was it, mate? <laughs> Oh, no, he still hasn't lived it down since. <laughs> right, so I think you were traumatised by your dad's mistake oh. and now you think, so you think underdress is better? No, I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable either way. You sort of need to be in that just right zone, don't you? I do panic about the, the outfit a lot and people think it's it's not even about like vanity and wanting to look good. It's wanting to look right. Mm. Because if you don't look right and something's off about your outfit in terms of it just doesn't suit the event, you will be looked at all night and you won't feel comfortable. You're going to have to have too many. You you drink too much <laughs> to ease it and okay. then you make a fool of yourself. <laughs> now we're going into some deep-seated issues <laughs> up here. And then you just hit the bar and then you just... Oh, no. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> Triple M. But right now, Loz, I was listening on Rude It's and Loz this week. You were? I was, mate. I, oh. was, I was all over it this week and uh, I heard something quite interesting. A man in a suit. On a park bench. (laughs) 
and he was tucking into a rotisserie chicken. The full chook. Like he'd just been to the supermarket, got the full chook. What do they call it? The, the bachelor's handbag. Yeah. He, he'd taken the whole thing, opened it up, yeah. and they waft, don't Still got they? the legs tied up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That without getting it on your clothes. Well, yeah. I don't think you should be allowed to eat that sort of thing in public. What do you mean? Now. Ditmar was not having that, but I stand by it. So Dits was all right with it. A man, he said, you're tucking into a chook. What's the issue? A fully grown man in a suit. I don't mm. know why, but it's what you're wearing. It makes Absolutely. it different as well when you're sitting on a park bench with a plastic fork going nuts. I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty sure this guy's a lawyer. Oh, come on. What time of the day was it? Midday. This like was weekday. his lunch. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Weekday lunch chicken. <laughs> on the phone, nice tailored suit, yep. nice brown shoes. Mm-hmm. Bag had been opened mm. and he was sticking a fork into it and sort of <laughs> scraping away at the chicken and eating the skin and all sorts of stuff. And I find that you just can't do this. And there are a couple of things that I think you can't eat in public. I think this is one of them. Another thing I would not allow is someone sitting down at a bench with a full two-litre tub of ice cream no. and a spoon. <laughs> no, you can't do that. And but again, there's nothing wrong with that as a me- like Eat that in your pri- privacy of your own home. It's just weird. I just feel like... Are you just talking because it's in its original form? Because <laughs> it's in its original plastic with the handbag and then the original tub? I think the casing has a lot to do with it. it but does, I also think it? putting it on a plate <laughs> with a knife <laughs> and fork is so strange. Yeah. Okay, a so it... bowl of Neapolitan ice cream on a park bench <laughs> with a silver spoon. Yeah. <laughs> what is strange. going on? Okay, I like this. And we'll get to the family on this on 1047 What food can't you eat in public? So the the two-litre juice? Can you, Absolutely Can not. you walk down Rundle Mall no. knocking on the, the pulp-free two-litre? For some reason, it's worse if there's no pulp. I don't know why. Because <laughs> you've gone to the effort to buy that, but you haven't gone to the effort to put it in a cup. That's right. Or just the small street-appropriate casing of the, okay. the little bottle, the 750ml bottle. And I think it's – I don't know why, but it's, it's a lot harder walking. Like, mm. And I, I, I'm, I'm throwing this out there, and I might be going against who I actually am, but the <laughs> meat pie in public, walking is tough. Walking and eating, there's a real art to it. Yep. I think the meat pie is risky. <laughs> Um, I also think that a foot-long sub is a no-no walking and eating, but I will allow you to sit down with it on a park bench. Yeah, that's different though, isn't yeah. it? Okay, let's do this. 04885 What foods can't you eat in public and why? We'll get to your text next. It's Loz and Tom. And we're talking about foods you can never eat in public because you saw something strange this week, Loz. A man tucking into a full rotisserie chicken still in the plastic bag that it comes in the bachelor's handbag, they call it. Yep. Um, in a suit. In a suit with a fork, a plastic fork he'd gotten from the deli, I yeah. assume. Or unless he just keeps it in his pocket. Well, I don't know do him. It. I don't know his style. No. But it was wrong. Mm. It felt wrong. It looked not right. Do you know what else is wrong with that? No salad on the side. Yeah. You know it's what, It's just Rosie? all meat. You're right. If he'd had a roll, a dinner roll and a bit of slaw, <laughs> mm. even if they were still in their plastics, I would be okay with it because it's it's just meat. It's just a meat meal. Makes me feel oily thinking about yeah. it. Just a quick one before we move on to the text on 04885-1047. Do you eat the stuffing, Rose? That's the first thing I eat. Is it really? My How husband you... hates it and I'm like, give it to You me. eat it lots, too. Oh, yeah. How good is it? It's the best. We used to literally have fist fights in our house over the skin. Oh. The skin on the back. <laughs> right. And it... Jeffrey Dahmer like. <laughs> <laughs> You've taken something that's a that's a treasure in my house. Chickens you... out the window. 
cross that off. <laughs> oh, no. 0488 is the text line number. What foods can't you eat in public? What do you got there, loves? So someone said chips and dip brought from home out in oh, public. And that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. A big packet of Smith's chips and a hummus. Yep. Nah, not no. On. Not on. Uh, Kyle sent this through. Hi, guys. Love the show. Oh, oh Kyle. <laughs> once, saw a meat, uh, once saw a man eating crabs in the CBD. <laughs> <laughs> Esplanade, yes. Grote Street, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. See, once, once you get 10Ks inland, you're not having no, shellfish. You can't. You can't. Can. It's like the shirt thing as well. We speak about this a lot. Oh, you're, yeah. You're allowed to have the shirt, a shirt off in a 2K radius of the mm, beach, no yep. matter what time of the year, to in the, my opinion. To the nearest petrol station, in my opinion. And then everyone who has to walk past the closest bin to that crab session is a real loser. And also because you're not like at the beach, if you smell dead crab, you know what it is. But if it's Mm. not at the beach, you're not putting crabs in that situation (laughs) mentally, are you? If if you're smelling crabs on Weymouth Street, (laughs) there's an issue, isn't there? (laughs) Um, Sally said, uh, I was uncomfortable at the Royal Show eating corn on the cob. No, that's fine. No, I get it. What? I think corn on the cob. At the show? Yeah, but okay, take yourself out of the show. Walking down. Yeah, that's weird. Walking down Frome Street with a corn on the cob mm. with the little stabs on the end that mm. you hold it with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if you're at the show, you're in the moment, aren't you? <laughs> I guess so. The context is king. Yeah, like a dag would dog at the shows, all right? <laughs> dag oh, would dog anywhere questionable. else. Main just... South Road is <laughs> it's a bit of an issue, isn't it? <laughs> oh, there's Loz again. Dag with dog, that's her third for the morning. <laughs> Walking out of JR Sports with a Dagwood dog. <laughs> is that Loz from Triple H? Shut up. Now, Loz, mm-hmm. um, we were speaking throughout the week on the text message and uh, you recommended a movie to me. I did. Now, you've actually recommended a lot of things to me in the past, and I sort of haven't given them much of a whisper. Well, I kind of know that that's going to happen, but it's mm. that thing where you fling enough crap against the wall, one thing's going to stick. So I'm just hoping eventually you do watch something that I suggest. Because when I yep. enjoy something, I want I want other people to enjoy you it too. You want to share it. Now, um, this actually happened a couple of years ago, Rosie, that uh, Loz recommended something to me when it just came out, right? I said, yeah, 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 I'll watch that. It was two years later I watched it. And then I recommended it back to her, <laughs> forgetting that she did it to me. Can you imagine yeah. the rage yeah. that I felt in what, myself? What was the recommendation? I can't even remember what it was. It was a decent series, though. It was a good show. Yeah. It was a good remember. show, and you threw it in my face. Anyway, so I got this text Monday night, right? So from Loz saying, hey, make sure you you watch this um, movie Knives Out, it was. I said, have you ever seen yeah. Knives Out? Because I, I don't know. I just liked it. I yeah. thought it was good. Yeah, and it was good, good reviews, and other people have enjoyed it, too. So um, Monday, you actually sent that to me. Mm. When? Wednesday night, mm. I sat down and watched it. Here is a little bit of a trailer. Ladies and gentlemen. This is it. You expected the mystery. Get your hand off of that. You expected a puzzle. But for one person on this island... This is not a game. The worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Are you serious? It was horrible. Hated it to my core. Oh. Got 25 minutes in. I thought, is she serious? Mate, you're the only person <laughs> no, I know who hasn't liked it. Loz. Mate. It I'm was not... gone. It was nowhere. It was in this weird ass house. The acting was poor. The production yeah, was... was the, pro- the acting was, the production was horrible. It had nothing going for it at all. 
Even the trailer sounds boring, and that's the juiciest bits I could find. It's a good little song in there, though. Currently, as it stands, on Rotten Tomatoes, which is the, the most uh, highly respected <laughs> critic sort of website, no, 97%. Nah. It, it was. It was. No Do you know good. what other movies have ninety seven percent? What Shawshank Redemption is up there. Questionable. Oh, <laughs> Schindler's wow. List. Yeah, go after that, mate. <laughs> what was it? Schindler's List, the one about the Holocaust. Oh yeah, no, that, that's actually all right. Yeah, well there you go. <laughs> Thought you were going to say that. No, mate, it was just no good. It had no substance. I just couldn't follow it. It was going here, there, everywhere. I really didn't rate it. Well, never again. Okay, well. I don't listen, guys. If you're listening at home and you're worried about watching Knives Out and you're listening to Tomo's oh. review, don't let it deter you. <laughs> he wasn't mentally capable of understanding it. It's as simple as that. His tiny little brain couldn't fathom the fact that there was a cast bigger than five, and that he didn't know who the killer was immediately. Where was the Australian actors? Oh, <laughs> look! At least he won't recommend it back to you in yeah, a couple no, of that's years. True. No, Rosie, you're wrong. In two years, you're going. Yeah, I was watching this show. I reckon you might enjoy it. Uh, it's got uh, Daniel Craig. Uh, something about knife knives out. Yeah, give it a go. So out with a group of girlfriends, uh, all different walks of life, all different kinds of people. One of the girls, Katie, she's she's a great a great girl and really down to earth and has stories and, mm. you know, but she's got a pretty full on professional life. So, yeah. but she doesn't talk about it. She's just, it, that's not a part of her really when we're hanging yeah, out. Yeah, cool. Um, so she was telling this story about a guy she'd met and the story was getting pretty full on and she was getting into detail and oh, she was hell. telling, yeah, and then we went here and then, you know, and then he said this and then I See, know. I think this is a whole nother window for blokes as well. I'm telling you, because I don't, uh, the, 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 there's a vast majority of blokes that think that girls don't speak. Like that as well. Oh, what? Tell oh, yeah. the nitty gritty. Yeah. About the night before. Yeah. Well, it depends on the woman, mm. but Katie is a sharer. Oh, she's a sharer. Yeah. Okay. So she's getting, and she's got a real ocker sort of way about her. Right. She goes, and oh, I said to him this, and you know, it was beautiful, and then like he did this, and then we had some drinks, and and then we started, you know, oh, and God. then it started getting pretty hot and heavy, and then the phone starts to go, mm. her phone, and it says work something. Mm. Joanne work or whatever, yeah. and she goes, hey, hey, hang on, just give me a second. Hello, Katie speaking. Oh, God, the old two-tone. And we all went, what? Yep. It's just, oh, yeah, Joanne, let me just find a quiet space. Yep, I'll be right with you. That's incredible. And tucks around the corner yep. and has this full work chat yep. where she sort of probably, I don't know, dismisses 80 people or something, or whatever it is she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just tell them thank you for the service and, uh, yeah, the check will be in the mail. Thank you. So anyway, then he comes around yeah. and I'm thinking, are we going to go or are we going to not? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, the work voice and the personal voice mm. are sometimes very different. See, and this is the thing as well, when you get this in new relationships, mm. but you've got the you got the, the friend's voice or whatever mm. and then the relationship voice. <laughs> I had the same thing. Mm. Like a, a mate of mine, we we're having a few beers. I think like it was like <laughs> yeah. um, spring racing or whatever. You know, the bets and the beers are flowing. Not responsibly, obviously. Bets and beers yeah. and blokes. Yeah, and... that's it. And all this talk was coming out and there's yeah. six of us blokes and Bundy. the phone goes and he answers. He's just like, hello, sweetheart. How oh, are you? no. And he's like, yeah, I'll, um, I'll come see you tomorrow. And he's walking out, <laughs> no, walking out of the front bar knowing I can't keep this way. I no, can't no, keep no. this conversation. We followed him. Yeah. <laughs> Followed him the whole way, yeah, and then we, you know, <laughs> imitate him for for the, the rest of the afternoon. But yeah, the two tone voice is a thing. When my brother was going from being a sort of young grubby kind of guy to wanting a more professional life, yeah, 
there was a moment where you'd call him and you'd get his old message tone, which was like, yeah, yeah, let me message you, man, and all this stuff. It was yeah. ridiculous. And then one day I called him and I, I, I got, hello, this is Matthew. Oh. Uh, please. And it was just like, no. oh, no. And you could tell that he'd just applied for maybe 50 jobs oh, or something and no. he was expecting calls. What a chance. You, do you change? Are you a two-time changer? No, like I mean, obviously for my job, I just speak like myself, yeah. which is which is lovely. Mm. But um, sometimes when we have to do live reads and record things for a, a company that's a respectable company, yeah. I have to sort of get a bit more professional. Yeah. But uh, but it just feels wrong, doesn't it? Because everyone knows everything about me. How do you how do you how do you become a bit more professional? Yeah, I was like, which companies are you? Yeah, with? how do you how do you do that? Well, give me give me something. I don't know. Tell me what to say. Well, no, well, I don't know. Like, do you? Maybe, I don't know, sit up a bit more and you the shoulders straight, go up. The shoulders go back, you clear the throat and you really talk from a place. You sort of, you do a bit of a Rebecca Morse impression. That's the only <laughs> way I can really, just someone who has elocution, you know. Oh, okay. Right now, a little segment to make you think. It's Laws and Tomo's Shower Thoughts. Lozzie, the shower thoughts, they come to you early in the morning or late at night. You don't mm. usually get the, the midday shower thought, do you? No, it's it's something that comes to you when you may be in a state of hypnosis or your brain's allowed to go to unusual places because mm. you're not concentrating on other things. Yep. So yeah. So it's an interesting one, um, this one here for me, but and I'm, I'm sort of hoping that everyone's on the same mm. page, otherwise it'll mm-hmm. get a little bit strange, a little bit mm-hmm. weird. But we're, we've all had those moments that you do a sneaky wee in the pool. Well, is, is that? I'm not saying I've pissed in every pool I've been in, but <laughs> <laughs> so I've pissed in a few. Yeah, so it's you, you sneak, you sort of sneak one out, and you, you act like getting it's, out is so hard. I know it's, it's a big tough. deal, and you slop water through the house. It's tough, and, and, and even in the beach, you know, while yeah. you're out there, and it, it, you can tell the people that are urinating in the beach, they don't move for a good 35 seconds. They try to, but they don't. You can't do both. You can't. You can't pretend you, unless <laughs> you start and you've, you're pretty confident in your flow, then right. you can move left okay, and right. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Are you not going to admit? I'm, or? I'm just, I feel like I'm too new to this scene, guys. Right, yeah. <laughs> what, what you'll learn pretty quickly is that we have worn down any barnacles of shame yep. that have ever existed. It, embarrassment is not a thing. No, no, no. Because we're so desperate for content at this stage that we will say anything. <laughs> anyway. I, I peed in a pool recently, actually, in yeah. Bali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, so you did it? So you... Yeah, I went for a little lap. Okay. I sort of did it. I crop dusted the wee around the oh, pool. Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Everyone nice gets one. a piece. Yeah. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. It's also the kiddie pool, which was quite strange. <laughs> What's she doing with you? Anyway, so if someone, (laughs) I'm saying if someone, (laughs) that is strange. I'm picturing a 34-year-old next to a two-year-old. I'm the two-year-old in this situation? Because I'm certainly not 34. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm saying that if I'm in a in the in the pool mm. with a three or four mates and one of them just says, "Oh, I've just, <laughs> I've just took a took a leak, lads." Yeah, you're probably like, "Oh, oh whatever, gross. you know, gross, you know, play on." But oh, you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna hang him for it. No, but it's the same if he just hops out of the pool, flops it out. <laughs> And urinate straight in. What pees into the pees pool? Pees into the pool. But that is offensive. S- somehow <laughs> that is worse oh, than it- just easing like. But why? It's the same amount of substance that's going into the H two O. There's a couple of things. <laughs> it's the the fact that he's gone to the effort of getting out. <laughs> that's the hardest part. And it's also seeing the urination pipe in. <laughs> And yeah, and there's splashback potential. <laughs> yeah, 
That's right. Yeah. yeah, but what's yes. that, who's that affecting? If you're 15 <laughs> metres away from the splashback, I reckon it's... I reckon it's sort of... Okay, it, it's more me, offensive, I agree, but I don't know why. Let me ask you a question. When you do a number two, do you sit on the toilet and do it or do you go to the other side of the room, do it and then throw it in? <laughs> no. It's no, the same... That is... It's the no, same comparison. No, no, it's no. Like, it's like, it's, yes, the objective is the same. You want to get it in the bowl and flush it, but it's the journey in that makes it more offensive. <laughs> Wow, people are eating their breakfast right now, guys. Oh, they'll be right. Oh, jeez. will <laughs> be right. Where have we landed? I'll be right. This shower thought has landed in the toilet. <laughs> uh, anyway, I've got a little one. <laughs> and this one I have stolen straight off of a comedian, but I think it's worth sharing. <laughs> uh, this guy's name's Alec Parent, and he's um, an American comedian, so it's not the same. You know, it's not like he's a local guy we're stealing content off. He's talking about how um, boomers call millennials the participation trophy generation, right? Oh, yeah. And this is what we get called, you know. It's like, oh, everyone gets a sticker, everyone gets an award. Yeah. But boomers are the ones who gave us these trophies. Oh, that's true. I didn't didn't ask for a part. It was my teacher who Mm. did it. She's a a boomer. Yeah. So they're really the generation who invented it. It's also like... When the boomers say that, oh, they've got no work ethic. Yeah. What did they say? They got no work ethic. <laughs> oh, it was sorry. so boomer. It was, it was, <laughs> sorry, it was, I nearly, I outboomed you. I'm here, yeah. but I didn't understand. Yeah, they got no work, work ethic. Boomer. You also, like, we are, you didn't teach us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is, I feel, very on brand for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, a millionaire. Yep. Who was jailed for refusing to tear down his giant man cave. Oh. Is a continuing a war with his neighbours, yeah. essentially. Now, I don't really want to talk about the war. Yep. I want to talk about the man cave. Just quietly. This thing has squash courts and a private bar. <laughs> like it, it's, a, it's more than a man cave, seriously. Squash courts? Is this dits? What's oh. going on? <laughs> um, so his name is Graham Wilden. He's yep. 70 years old. He's, he's obviously a very wealthy man. Mm. He's built a 10,000 square foot extension to his house with a bowling alley and a casino and a cinema and, as you were saying, squash courts. Yeah. And his neighbours hate it. It's yep. a big eyesore and he does not care at all. No, well, he'd, he'd be in paradise, wouldn't he? He's frothing it. Yep. How do you feel about the man cave? Oh, I don't understand the man cave as much, to be honest. Like, if you've got something like that, it's clearly pretty cool. But mm. the, the everyday man cave, you've got the bar fridge, the TV, the mm. pool table is usually a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got a fire in there too. Look, they're cool. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you're spending excess time... like. This is the thing for me, Lods, is if you've got your wife and kids inside mm-hmm. and you're out there by yourself, mm. it's just like, how, how long are you spending out there? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. And this is this yeah. might be more me, that I, I like to do things with each with other people, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I've known- Talk to me in 10 years when you've got three children under that's, five. That's, and an, that's an understanding. You haven't made situation. love in six months because there's no time yeah. and you just want to get away yeah. from the screaming, yes. Tomo, the screaming, and you just want to watch some sports without someone putting Peppa Pig on. And, yes. You know? Understand that. Understand, yeah. And not in that situation at the moment. But if, you, yeah. if you're living and breathing and you're working all day just to get to your man cave, it's wrong. I, I think you're in some strife. I think you're in some strife. <laughs> I don't personally have a problem with the man cave because I, first of all, a lot of the stuff in there I enjoy myself. It, that's right. You know, I, I like bars. Yeah. I like pool. Mm. I like darts. Mm. What else do blokes do? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> um, the, all that stuff I enjoy. But 
it can really screw up the aesthetic of the house. Yeah. If you've got a decor style that you've gone with and you've gone with, you know, minimalist sort of Swedish Scandinavian furniture and it's all clean and nice and then he comes home with a giant recliner with black leather. You're yeah, like, but it has to be outside. Yeah, it has to be sealed off in the man. Do you know what? Yeah, it has to be outside and out of like harm's way. If yeah, you know what I mean, it's it's a compromise I'd be willing to make yeah. to to have the man cave to keep his hideous decor yep. away from my gorgeous yep. neoclassic yes. design. See, that's the thing, isn't it? Mm. And that's and that's why it's all come up though. I reckon. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I'll just take the spare room. Yeah. I'll, I'll get the spare room and I'll get the TV and whatever. And there's like, no, build yourself a shed, mate. When I was out. growing up, it was there was the shed, of course. You yeah. know, dad had his shed. But there was always a reference to the pool room. I don't know what, yep. what happened to the pool room. Yep. The pool room was big when I was growing up. It was the room with the pool table. Yep. We, we, and it had the trophies and the statues and the we mini have fridge. Now. We have it now. Oh, so, you have a pool room. Oh, we have a pool room. So we had one growing up at our old house and that was like down a little bit. Other end of the house, we had a fire there, a pool room. And it was brilliant. And yeah. now mum and dad have got one again. Okay. So they had a spa in there. They got rid of the spa and put an eight ball table in there. Brilliant. Per- percentage wise, how much is your mum or dad spending in the pool? No, room? it would never go. Like, that's that's a weird thing to do, I reckon. If you're going out there and playing eight ball by yourself, <laughs> mental issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said something throughout the week, was that actually you weren't too happy with it, so I thought I'd bring it to the table and we'd have a Could proper... Could be com- a many yeah, number of things. A proper conversation about it on there. And we'd love your input on this too, yeah, producer Rosie. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm a big caller for for coffee ahead if I'm driving past the cafe, um, like five minutes oh, before. Oh, this is I'll, woeful. I'll ring up the cafe and like, g'day guys, can I grab a couple of coffees to take away? And and then I'm just in and out, in, pay for it, boom, got the coffee and gone. It's time saving. Mm-hmm. For you. Yeah, but it's, well, it's not... It's not not time saving for the employees working. Oh no, it, it it's an imposition. How's this? How's because it? you're stopping down whatever you're doing to answer the phone, which mm. is very annoying. If you've ever worked in a cafe and the phone goes, it's your worst nightmare because you've got customers in front of you yeah. who are the most important thing, but they're irritated because the phone's ringing and you're going, "Well, I have to serve you because you're priority," and they're thinking, "Answer the phone," mm. and then you do, and then they're like, "Oh, she's on the phone." I'm <laughs> not thinking that. No, but isn't isn't yes the, they are isn't when you're answering the phone the same as when you're in the cafe? No, well, how no. is it different? Because the first thing that they tell you when you get a job in a place like that is that priority is for the people who have physically decided to come in. Oh, okay. They are the numero uno. What okay. about you, Rosie? Where are you on this? No, I, I worked in a cafe and you got to, yeah, because the people are there and if they're angry, they're going to get angry at you. Uh, yeah. So okay. you've got to focus on them. So what you're doing, Mark, is you're jumping the queue that you haven't even been bothered to line up in. Yeah. And you're calling it peak time, aren't you're you? You're calling it's like, no, hey, it's not, no, 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 not peak time. I wouldn't do peak time. What, what time are you doing it? I don't know, 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so I've got another one for you. When you order a pizza... Yes. Do you ring them up and order the pizza and then pick it up, or do you go That's in there? Different. Do you go in there and That's order different. it and wait forty five minutes That's for it? That's different. How's it different? Because pizza... what about the people that are right in front of you? No, there's a guy at the pizza shop who sits at the phone. I'm pretty it's, sure. Yeah, they need to employ him a at the cafe. Pre-ordering cafes. service. <laughs> well, so's coffees, takeaway coffees. It's a you go in, you order your coffee in person, and then you get it and you leave. But you can't are... you just do that with burgers or pizzas or anything? <sighs> I'm telling you right now, they hate you. No, they hate you, mate. They absolutely hate you. Are you serious? We used to have a guy at the cafe I worked at, we used to have a guy do this, and we hated him so much. 
I'm not going to say exactly what we did. We didn't spit in his coffee oh, or anything. Loz. No, but we didn't use the milk that he liked. <laughs> On purpose. He got skim milk every time. Because and he, he got... wanted whole milk? Yeah, I wasn't good at my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad it wasn't like he likes soy and yeah, you've given him full cream. Yeah, oh, just... No, it's, it's in, inconsiderate. It's selfish. It's number one thing is it's selfish, Mark. You walk in King Dick, you want to just pick up your coffee, pay and go. I'm surprised you don't give him your credit card number over the phone. (laughs) I have before. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, it's time for Loz and Tomo's Weekend Bricky Buzz Off. Oh, here we go. How's it going, Lozzy? Oh, yeah, Rosie, you're going to give us a category and a letter and we're going to have to say something that fits into the category and letter as quickly as we can. Um, you just you just have to decide who said it first. Sometimes it's pretty close. Mm. And if we're too close, then we do a triple M rock off. Yep, that's it. All right. Rock, paper, boom. Pressure All is scissors. on. Okay. <laughs> no, boom's more uh, effective, actually. <laughs> Dynamite. <laughs> All right, let's when do it. you're a kid and you invent something, <laughs> no, it's Cyclone and that takes them all out. <laughs> and it's like, well, what's the point of playing the game then? Never heard that before. <laughs> I was a strange unit. Okay, let's go, Rosie. Best of five. All right, uh, let's start it easy. An occupation starting with F. Fireman. Ooh. To this day, it impresses me when you get a correct <laughs> answer. I get a point. I'm shocked. <laughs> all right. Yeah. A nickname for your significant other starting with S. Sweetie. It's oh. gonna say slurry, <laughs> and I'm the single one, not your ex, no, your current no, partner. Yeah, that's right. All right, slurry. What a word. <laughs> it's crooked. Uh, awful. A breeder dog starting with D. Dash Damn it! Oh, it was it was yeah. Oz. Yes. It was Oz. I think, I think I finished the word first. That's not how it works. It's who starts the word first. Otherwise, so I could just go D. Ro- our main. Oh, well, we're getting into the nitty-gritty of the T's and C's. But I didn't do that. I said the word as it was. It was just a short word, long word. Yeah, otherwise then the winner is just the person with the shortest word, which is not the game we were playing. It is the person who starts the word first and just shut up. So I need to bring this in. Oh, Oh, the tension. The drama. So if I get this, then I win, but Tomo can stay in the game by one. (laughs) Thanks, mate. All right. Sometimes you have to recap rules of games. I don't know if you've ever done radio before, mate. Yeah, first time listeners, buddy. All right. Oh, my God. (laughs) Send him back to Sean Craig Murphy Radio School. Oh, no. The morph. (laughs) (laughs) Something you put on your face, starting with M. Moisturiser. Oh, get stuck. (laughs) (laughs) So good, love. Oh, I'm the queen of the town. So good. Nah, well my self-esteem is based solely on how I do in that game, so I can feel good about myself for a whole week now. <laughs> you got a big weekend coming up then. No, just a normal, casual, oh, cutler, cutler frothies. Beautiful, love it.